You are listening to the Scottish Watches Live Lux Edition. This audio is taken from our weekly Friday afternoon YouTube get-together on the Scottish Watches Live channel. We put it here too, so you can enjoy it on the go and while doing other things, in the same way you listen to the regular podcast shows. Since the original recording is broadcast on YouTube, live over Zoom, please forgive the suboptimal audio at times. And now, on with the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Scottish Watches Live, which if this is even vaguely working, uh, you should be seeing some beautiful faces on your screen right now. This is the first week that Ricky has let me loose on the big channel, so I've got to be on my best behaviour and so is everybody else. Me and Dave are watching closely. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm being examined here. There will be a test later on. So... You will see some beautiful people when I stop sharing the screen, and they can all say a quick hello. So there we go. Uh, according to my screen, give everybody a wave. According to my screen, a uh, top of the list. Problem is, I'm 15 seconds behind, so it hasn't actually shown me who's top of the screen yet, because how you're ordered in Zoom is different. Yep, there we go. At uh, top of the screen, according to this, is Sean. So say who you are, where you are, and what you're wearing in the wrist. Hi guys, I'm Sean. I'm from the DC area and today I'm wearing my Omega Planet Ocean. Very good, very good. Uh, Gigi, what are you wearing? Hi, Gigi from Milan. Time to talk watches on Instagram and today I'm wearing a new watch I got in. It's my Arcado in bronze and I'm getting a green wrist already. Oh, is that right? It's, <laughs> yeah, sweaty minger over there already. Yeah. yeah. Perspiring. Uh, then next up, I believe, is Landon hey, from Orage, one yeah. of our special guests. <laughs> yeah, I'm Landon. I'm with Orage, and uh, today I am wearing our Turbion One. Ooh. Be uh, uh, 100%, 100% working Turbion One. This one is working. Yes, it's working. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not that I doubt you. It's not that I doubt you that they don't work. I'm just checking. It's so, you know, it's sensible. And then another special guest this week, we have Sam. You all know Sam hey and her watch box. What are you wearing, Sam? Hey, I'm over here in uh, Colorado. And today I'm wearing my Tudor Blackway 32 on its bracelet. Very nice. Good nods all round. Then Mr. No, it's actually Arthur next. You still on holiday, hey. sir? Yes, that's right. I'm Arthur. I'm a Tick Tick Room on Instagram, normally in the DC area near Sean, but right now down in Florida, and I'm wearing my Panerai Pam 560. Is the right answer. And yes, that's right. Dave, you're up next. Where are you and what are you wearing? I'm uh, Dave. I'm just near Glasgow, and I'm wearing a Pluprof. Oh, you see, that's, that's quite good too, to be fair. Uh, and then Derek. Uh, Derek. <laughs> I am uh, Derek in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Derek Hager on Instagram, and I'm wearing a Speedmaster Professional. Very good. And Ricky, they all know and love you. But where are you? Near Glasgow. Are that's what we're saying, Near is it? Glasgow. Near that's Glasgow. That's the new. <laughs> yeah. Don't give the game away. And today, Batman, the original and best, not Batgirl. Good stuff. And I'm obviously being a Panerai. Anyway, so this week, though, you will see that Ricky and Dave don't appear to be in the same room because they're Well, we've got the same background. Same background. Can you, can you, like, reach through into the other... If you put your hand <laughs> down to the left, does it appear uh, on the right-hand side? Ooh! You've got to try yes, something you. like this that. Is, this, is the, this is the penalty for live uh, coverage. Anyway, so let's... Well... You see, we did prepare a running order this week. Lots of effort was put into it. People were consulted. Lots of things were discussed that should be talked about. We invited Landon on to talk about Orage. Sam on as a guest. But the reality is that we need to scrap this. And I know that Arthur agrees with me that there is only one story this week, and it's this. <laughs> Look what they've done. They've produced a new Panerai. Okay, it looks exactly the same as all the other Panerai, but look at that bracelet. Look at that. Look at those adverts. Let's just, let's just talk about this. Let's talk about, let's talk about the integrated bracelet that's not really integrated. Is that what we're talking about? I don't care. It's disintegrated. 
Look at that. <laughs> like it does look really cool. It, yeah. And 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 I like I like how they use the term re-engineered, which basically means it's an excuse for it to look the same, but it's it's better. So what they really mean is they fixed it. Yeah, right, uh, right. I thought re-engineered meant they just polished the center link there. <laughs> I mean, I see if I can get a picture. That's that's do you think a lot of effort was put into the person that has to sit and polish that? Individual. That's pretty cool. I do like that. I do like that. Anyway, that that I can. I'm only going to describe that as Scot That's the same as Scottish football, which is basically snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> what you think? It it's was just like right up to that. It's, 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 it's kind of like quite nice, quite nice. Oh yeah, they've gone and done it, haven't they? And that's <laughs> soccer just, for our American friends. Yeah. Yeah, right. although I think I think I think I think the only big news story about Panerai, to be fair today, is uh, related to their social media, which was more humorous. Yes. What did they do? So, they, they they started a I think it was a something along the lines of um, engaging with their kind of enthusiasts of their brand who send pictures in and they put it up on their social media. So the first one they put up was a guy wearing a fake Panerai. Yeah, so <laughs> aren't they all? <laughs> which is an absolute winner. Levity's wrist, who Whoops. some of us know, <laughs> and he's taken part in Half Watch Tuesday, uh, and actually I think had one of his photos featured because it was a Panerai. So the chances are we've published this photo as well, by the way. A, they took a photo of his, put it on, and then somebody pointed out that it's not entirely legitimate. I believe that Levity's wrist has gone, wait a minute. What do you mean? This is has he thinks it was legitimate, so he's now going back to the person he bought it off of. So, oh, so you're in trouble, Rick. There has been some complaints made that yeah. Panerai haven't really been paying the attention they should have. That's anyway, a nasty way to find out you've got a fake. Yeah, yeah. but at least you <laughs> right, see yeah. a public humiliation. Hey, it's great. I think he yeah. did this last year or the year before. They produced some photos from Basel World, and there was a guy wearing a fake GMT, and they published that. Wow. Absolutely. The best of them. Damn. Indeed. Well, talking about yeah. things that absolutely positively are definitely not fake. Uh, My watch let's, let's talk. <laughs> oh, well, let's not go to watch up. Let's talk Orage. We have Landon on. How are you, Landon? Yeah, good. Good. How are you, Rick? Not bad, not bad. Now, uh, for those of you that have followed the story of Horage and Scottish Watches, yes, I still have the Autark on long term loan. You do. Although Ricky is apparently. He's not forgotten. He's trying to get it off me because apparently he's coming over to see you next week. He thinks that he'll get, I think he'll get stopped at customs if he tries to take it. So I think it's probably best just left here. I've got somebody coming with me that will stop any problems at customs. Oh, is that right? Yes, you have. You have mm -hmm. the long arm of something. Something. Anyway. If it gets stopped at customs with a horage, it's nothing. The, the, the watch and him being stopped are completely unrelated. <laughs> yeah. That may well be true. That may well be true. So, Landon, the story that we've covered a few times has been about your tourbillon. In fact, this little episode here, for those who haven't seen oh, it, is Scottish me? Watches. It's you. Scottish Watches talks where you can go and uh, look all about it. But uh, you have this tourbillon coming out. There was a little bit of a hiccup uh, recently in terms of production, not anything to do with yourselves. But why don't you share the story and uh, maybe Ricky and Dave and others that are also interested can have a wee quiz. Because I think a few of us have seen uh, mock-ups of the Turbion and uh, other watches that have been produced. So tell us a bit about Horage and what's going on. Yeah, so um, the Turbion I'm wearing today and the one you're seeing there on the screen is actually um, one that we were producing before um, with Le Jupre, uh, one of our engineers, uh, consultants, Florian Sarix, uh, was previously the uh, CEO at Le Jupre, and uh, yeah, we have um, we've been working with him for a number of years. He's been very uh, big part of our K1 automatic project, and uh, yeah, so we were working together, and everything looked great. We were moving along with uh, with developing our, our watch with the Turbion, and there were some things that we wanted to change. Um, Florian ended up leaving Le Jupre, and some new management came in, and um, things just sort of went uh, to the to the wayside. And so uh, we were left with uh, the option of developing our tourbillon now in-house. Uh, we do have an engineering firm called THE Plus or The Plus. And uh, at the firm, we have uh, seven engineers along with watchmakers. And uh, we have currently another movement project in the work, which is K2. 
And we decided that in order to fulfill the orders for our customers, the right thing to do was to take this uh, project, the Turbion, in-house and start to develop it ourselves. And so recently, uh, this last week, we launched a, uh, an animation of what the new Turbion would look like. If you look at the cage right there on the screen that you're showing there, Rick, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. Actually, it's a lot different because everything is different. We completely re-engineered the entire movement, um, kept the aesthetics because the aesthetics are our design and, and our look and feel and the customers that pre-ordered have pre-ordered that, uh, that movement, but we've developed the entire thing from scratch, um, all the, uh, the gear train, uh, everything. Uh, so we've pulled the components from our K1, K2, and uh, yeah, developed a cage from scratch from the ground up. Cool. And was you Perrier owned by Citizen? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So uh, part of part of that group. So you're now doing this yourself. How is it going? It's going very well. It's uh, it's it's pretty dynamic. I, I guess when you're faced with difficulties, you really get an idea of uh, the power of a team. And our team came together. We have um, obviously Florian in the team. We have uh, Jonas Nidecker. Um, uh, Rick will, uh, Ricky will be able to meet them all next week if he does show up. Um, and <laughs> and uh, uh, for the most part, they're, they're leading a, a team of young engineers. Um, Sylvan Deutschmann, uh, who's been working on it, has been allocating uh, portions of this project to uh, everybody else within the team. And uh, through cloud um, cut technology, we're able to actually have multiple engineers work on the same project at the same time. And through our development of K1, we have a lot of means to, uh, um, I guess you could say, uh, optimize the movement well in advance and to get a real estimate as to how it's going to perform in the end. So um, this movement here, uh, we were getting 72 hours out of it. We're going to get uh, 100 hours out of our new one wow. and uh, out of a single barrel. Um, we also have a, a 0.29 gram uh, cage weight, titanium and also utilizing our silicone escapement, which is of our own geometry and something that we're actually involved in all of our projects with a 3.5 hertz speed rate. Good stuff. And I think that was one of the queries over uh, people were making when they heard you were going to do this yourself was how on earth were we going to do it from the ground up. But the reality is you had quite a lot of this technology already. Uh, in place and a lot of it you were already doing yourself and you've already been engaged with all you Perry in terms of adjustments. Anybody got any particular questions for Landon either here or in the chat? What's the weather to be like next week? <laughs> Should be Come sunny. To the heart. Sunny for you. Yeah. You'll need to wear a hat, Ricky, with that head of yours. Indeed. Smooth, smooth. It's the way your wife really <laughs> <laughs> so there we go so uh yeah i'm really excited about this having seen the stuff close up uh, i think this is going to be absolutely cracking i know we both enjoyed it uh, when we did the the filming some of the stuff uh, that you brought across uh so that's that excellent you got so, the video of the new movement thing have i animation. got it here is it on their website or on the YouTube? I... We can quickly load that up. It's on YouTube. You it's on there. YouTube. Mm. Oh, you see, you're challenging uh, the technology now. So yeah. it's just a horage. Oh, oh. Did anyone see what came up there in the search history? <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, mortgage interest rates. No, I'll, 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 I'll have spell but, Well, while you search for this, Landon, uh, first of all, really impressive development stuff you guys are doing. I, I just wanted to ask, is the, is the pricing announced for the watch? I just, I'm not familiar. I don't know. Yeah, so we did a, an initial pre-order, which was at 6,990 Swiss francs. And uh, our second and final pre-order will be at 7,490 Swiss francs. So it's a base price, 904L stainless steel, um, choice of eight different straps. As well, you have the option to get a COSC um, chronometer certified. And you can also uh, upgrade to a gold case as well for 3,500, uh, which is solid 18 karat gold, and it comes hallmarked as well. Awesome. Seems like Coach. really good value there, truly, yeah. I have the video, I think, queued up. So let's see if we can get this to work. Here we go. Is this the correct video and in Tourbillon 1? Yeah. This is cool. Uh, yeah, I like this. You like this, do you? I do. 
You like this? Flying <laughs> turbion. So one of the things you can see here is uh, on the uh, the turbion bridge there, the indicator that we have for the seconds. Um, it wasn't actually placed in, in this watch that I have in my hand. Um, it was one of the things that we'd always wanted to add and, and to, to bring to the movement, but now that we're doing it in-house, we can actually uh, work with it and uh, provide that for the customers. And to do um, chronometer certification, you do need to have some means of measuring seconds. And you'll notice at the three o'clock mark on the movement that we've put a indication um, so that we can do chronometer certification with it. So this will be COSC certified uh, as well as now having 100 hours worth of uh, power. Do you have any ideas to what uh, accuracy levels you'll get? Because obviously COSC is a certain number. Are you going to beat that, do you think? Um, I'm quite uh, optimistic. Um, obviously, uh, it comes down to the engineering department. And when we look at things in, uh, you know, on paper and, and uh, the proof is in the pudding when you actually put things on people's arms and test it out in the real world and um, yeah, see how it works then. So mm, we are always very conservative in what we say and what we release initially. Yeah. And if we are saying a hundred hours, that is conservative. That isn't an overestimation. So okay. Sorry that we go over that as well. When we talk about our tourbillon cage, we're also very conservative when it comes to the weight, and therefore we're also conservative about, um, you know, how accurate we're going to be uh, when it does go into production. Good, good stuff. Excellent. Did the um did the weight or or dimensions change going from seventy two to hundred hours, presumably? Um, well, the yeah, um, as the cage gets lighter, um, significantly lighter. Uh, then will be the, then what this is in my hand here. Um, that is how you can actually save a lot of energy and you can actually increase the power reserve. Um, you can also, uh, when we looked at what we're doing with our K2 movement, which is coming up, which is a microrotor movement, um, we are able to do a lot of things uh, based on silicon escapement and also um, playing with a heavier uh, microrotor along with uh, using a more pliable mainspring. So taking some of those technologies and applying them to the turbion, we're able to get away with uh, quite a bit more uh, power reserve there. What's the um, straps made out of to like counter the weight? Uh, these, uh, the leather straps. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just leather. Yeah, just leather. Yeah. Um, they're made in, uh, in Switzerland. Uh, we have a little video up on our YouTube site as well, uh, our YouTube page, and you can see how all our straps are made in Switzerland. We also have our own uh, deployment buckle as well. Hey, uh, Landon, Sophie. Uh, sorry, Sophie asked in the chat uh, if you guys have any any um, thought of going into the brick and mortar retail sales. Or are you going to stay totally online? Definitely, yeah. Um, for the last eight years or so, um, the focus has been on developing K one movement so that we had a stable platform um, to actually uh, to actually bring into the market. So. Uh, and Raj has been the, the brand to demonstrate what we're doing with the K1 movement. So now that we have this, this movement technology established, we have our engineering firm, uh, we have a, a great lineup of watches. We are looking to go beyond um, direct and we do have a, a few retailers at the moment, but we are very, very cognizant that uh, retail is the way forward. I mean, to touch and feel and see these timepieces is very, very imperative. And for any brand, um, this idea of opening up online and only being online, um, we know based on our market analysis that only between seven and 10% of a total brand sale happen in the online space and direct to retail or well, direct to customers. So it's really important to be in, in retail. I have a question for Landon. You talked about uh, two uh, pre-order runs or production runs. I mean, is it only going to be two or are you going to do more than that? Well, we, uh, we, we plan for two. Um, this was a project that we had started that we were going to do. Um, not, we, we had no inclination that we would have to make this movement in-house. So we thought, hey, we would like to have a turbine. Let's do this one time. And, uh, and go for it. Now we have uh, a movement uh, that we're working with. So with this Turbion 1, uh, we will uh, we'll leave this design as it is and, uh, and we'll see 
how things turn out in the end with the second pre-order and make plans for there into the future. Mm. So it's possible you may use the same uh, movement for another watch or with different design? Yeah, I mean, we have our engineering firm. So if we take on a project to build a movement, that needs to be utilized in other um, watches at some point. Uh, and uh, the, the end result, I mean, I, it's extremely expensive, as you guys know, to, to yeah, develop. I imagine, yeah. Um, it took us seven years to develop K1. And, uh, and that went through five different iterations of the actual movement design. So only going through that process were we able to take on K2 and the tourbillon uh, and actually be able to uh, get an idea of where we're going with this project. If we haven't gone through those processes, um, it would, we, we wouldn't be able to do this project. So uh, just based on the human resources, seven engineers working on this project alone, um, we need to do some things uh, in the future with that tourbillon cage, whether it's our, our own projects or uh, our engineering firm is working with another brand. Oh. Oh, uh, you think outsourcing it too. That's a pretty good idea, actually. Well, I want to test something here, because if I share this screen, it tells me on here that I can chat to you as Landon. <laughs> That's me, yeah. At the same time as you appear to be on this. So if I say, hi, Landon, yeah. take the cap, maybe take the caps lock off first uh, and spell Landon. So what I'm happens? To, screen here. Is it you or am I going to get a reply from someone else pretending to be you? It's me. <laughs> I'm a designer. Um, I asked him. Of office on. Chat on here. And uh, there he goes. He does my right. Well, moving on to some other stuff this week, and there are a couple of experts on this in the room. Is what's been happening at Doxa, and I shall take us to the James Porter and Son website just to keep it all nice and Scottish. And Doxa have released this and a variety of them, the DOCS are sub 300. Okay, I'm going to pose a question to the DOCS experts in the room. This is £2,390, but this is the DOCS of 300T, is what's, what's the difference? Why is what's more important about the sub 300 than the 300T? Because to the untrained eye, they look pretty similar. Dave, you're a doxa man. Uh, this is a it's a it's a cost movement, I think, for starters. Right. Yeah. Um, is it not? Is the other one? I think it's a better bracelet, if I remember rightly, on it as well. And what else was there? Something else different about it. The base case is the same, I think. No, um, slim, I think. What's that? Sorry. I think they slim the case. They're making a big. Yeah, it might be might be fractionally thinner. Mm. It's like 0.6 of a millimeter, but they made a big deal out of it. And they yeah. shrunk. <laughs> I mean, these are cool watches. Don't get me wrong. It's not a criticism. Right. Uh, I mean, I think the main, the main ones in movement, I think, is the is the going up to the cost certified chronometer right, okay. is the big is the is the big move up. I mean, it's not. A few, I mean, what's what was the other price of the other one? Nineteen hundred ish. Yeah, eighteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not. It's not it's, it's just because there's a two in front of it. It looks markedly more expensive, but it's not. And in the grand scheme of things, what is it? Four four hundred ish quid, more ex four five hundred quid yeah. more expensive. Yeah. So who in the chat here is a Doxa fan in the room or indeed on the chat on YouTube? Uh, anyone have got a Doxa other than Dave? I almost bought one, but then I always buy most things. <laughs> I have two. I have two of the fiftieth anniversary ones. All right. Okay. You mean, in... what number did you get? Because I had one. That was green. <laughs> I don't know. I'd I have was to go like, look. no, I didn't buy it. So it went yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> the, 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 the 200. The Docs are 200, yeah. I have a Docs 200. Yeah, that's a great piece. That for the it's money, a that's, a, that's, that's an amazing value for money watch. That that watch. Yeah, it's great. And it wears extremely I, well. I yeah. had a 200 I, also, but I decided I didn't need the 200 and the 300s. <laughs> Yeah, I've got kind of both. I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got two. I've got both ends of the spectrum. I've got the two hundred, which they did for the the one thirtieth anniversary, which is a nice kind of smaller watch, and I've got a fifteen hundred T, which is a pro prof esque sized lump yeah. of metal. Yeah, big boy. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a big chunk of steel. Yeah, there's no yeah. two ways about it. The the new yeah. three hundred has some new colours too, I think, if I remember right. There's like a teal and a I think they're, I think they're doing the full I think they're doing the full colour palette the same as the two hundred. I think they've got uh, yeah, 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 yellow, orange, teal, dark blue, black, silver, 
think it is. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the dark blue with the orange accents. I think they call it the Caribbean or something like that. Cool. Yeah. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good piece. So it's a good, it's a good value. I mean, it's actually quite a good value brand when you compare Lake for Lake mm-hmm. against some of the kind of yeah. large, um, well-known Swiss brands, shall we say, who do dive watches. You're generally paying a third to half the, you know, a third less or half the price of what you're buying out of the Omega stable or anything for a kind of technically proficient watch, actually. And the thing I like about Doxa more than anything is a Doxa is a Doxa. You know, it's not pretending to be anything else. It's got its own DNA and it's right. they're stuck by it. It's a great, you know, and they're not they're not necessarily the prettiest looking thing in the world, but they are. They are nice watches and their straps, the rubber straps on the new generation ones are amazing. Yes, those rubber straps not get made in the same place I want to see as RM, yeah, Richard, Richard Neil, yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? So uh, they are. The, yeah. the straps are the straps are amazing. I mean, to be fair, you pay like, you pay for them. You pay for them as well as straps. The straps aren't cheap, but yeah. they are really nicely made. <laughs> yeah. The whole watch probably costs less than an RM strap, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I think I think it was like the the Doxa two hundred. The the coloured straps. I think the straps are like. I'm thinking two two hundred and two hundred yeah. odd quid. Yeah, mm. and that's without and that's without a buckle as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. just just for the it's just not, for the rubber yeah, strap. Serious. So it's a chunk of money against a what fifteen hundred quid watch. Yes, uh, but the straps, as you say, are very good. I I, I tried on. I had a reserve on the two hundred limited edition one, but made the mistake of actually trying on the twelve hundred. Uh, etc. While they got the other one out of the box, and by the time I tried on the twelve hundred, was like, no, I really, uh, I really like the larger one. I wasn't about to buy, buy one, but the larger one I really, really enjoyed. So, oh, fancy the carbon! I've never, I didn't try the carbon one on. You did. Mm. Uh, was our carbon one still, still on here? It's on our there? YouTube. Uh, on Click the YouTube, the YouTube button Dave on the menu. Ricky doing the uh the car the carbon one is lovely I, I actually do like it it's really nice i mean it is it is a it is a different price point for doxa for sure but it's a it's a nicely put together watch it is ludicrously light as well <laughs> yes this was the carbon review they do seem to have been quite popular i thought that the price of them would maybe put people off a bit uh but they seem it's... to have sold them out quite happily women adverts uh, here it comes in a few seconds. Oh, God, that was the carbon one. Play it from the start, you'll get the montage. The montage, there we go. There you go. I'll stick on some sound as well. Yeah, I really like that one. It's a good review, too. There's Dave's wrist. Yeah, that was Ricky's nice editing skills. So there you go. Very well done. That's your driveway. Driveway. Freshly weeded. So yeah, I I, I do enjoy uh, Doctor. So that was that was uh, a, a good release that this week. I think they'll be incredibly popular. Uh, I think I think the first I think the first few carbons have hit the market because I think I've seen a couple of folk in Australia and a couple of folk in continental Europe seem to have posted pictures wearing them Mr. now. Rex so has got one. Mm. Did an unboxing with Jody. Yeah, and I think the uh, I think uh, the guys at um, the Porter Simon was saying I think they're due to get theirs in a week or so, so they're not far away. I think. Stuff well, obviously, do we know if our discount code works for this and Porters? Not dogs and not them. Not dogs. Uh, so just tell them that we sent uh, that we sent you if you want one. Sure, I'm sure they'll do you a deal. Well, it does get, me and Dave have got a watch to talk about that we can't talk about until Monday. All right. Well, oh, we do. We do. We do. No, no use for our live show then. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that one, yeah, that's the one. All right, that's okay. the one. Okay. I actually messaged oh, the guy okay, before that's... we did the live show and said, "I'm I'm doing a live thing on YouTube." Not many people will watch it. Is it okay to do a wrist check with us? No, 100% not. Well, <laughs> now that I've put you on speaker view, can you actually just do what you just did? You need to say something so that it puts you on full screen. Well, right, okay. We've got Gigi. I can't show the buckle and I can't show the watch because it says what it is, but check out Monday. You already showed the buckle. Ah, but it was small. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. far away. 
<laughs> perspective. I think I'm going to like that watch very much. <laughs> I think <laughs> are going to like that watch very much. It's actually it's 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 a really cool piece, um, and it's really nice. Actually, I think it will appeal to a huge number of people. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. So that was Doc's. Uh, other thing we had out this week, which I think we've already spoken about in the podcast, but it'd be good to get everybody's feedback on what they think about it. And this is on a blog to watches site is this new Oris. I love this. The Gangnam yep. style uh, Oris. Uh, it's green. So it is yeah. very green. There is no doubt yeah. this is a green watch. So, the, Aquas, the, the Aquas is absolutely Oris's little secret. I think, you know, everyone just looks at Diver 65s and all the other stuff they do, but the Aquas is a, it's a really nicely made watch actually for the money and it just doesn't get a lot of love compared it's to better, the it's other watches. It's better built than the, six, the Diver 65. Like, oh, it's, it's twice, uh, twice as better. I mean, the Diver mm -hmm. 65 is a little like, you know, shaky and stuff. The the Aquas is just rock solid. It's fantastic. So Arthur, Sean, Sam, what do you think of, of this particular Oris? Would it be a, a, a buy or a sell or a hold, as you say? I'm, I'm not a huge fan of green watches, but I do have a proposal. Could we call it like the Bruce Banner? Because it's like the Hulk, you know. <laughs> I was thinking the same lower, thing. Lower form or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I call it the Yoda, but that makes sense. Intellectual Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think it's it's a really, really. I like the green because you never see a green watch, and it's something very out of character. And I also I I like the the size of it. I mean, I could never wear it, but I think a lot of people look really good on. It's funny I, you say that though, because uh, other other Sam who's um, been on some of these. So um, she wanted last year she was going on holiday, like a big holiday to Australia, and um, you know she's. She's like five foot five, five foot six, quite very, very slim, and she wanted a kind of sporty watch, and actually that's what she ended up getting was an Aquas because they do the two different sizes, they do the smaller right. one as well, and she wanted the one with that kind of minty greeny blue fade yeah. dial on it. Love that. And she, one. She, she she now wears it all the time, and she was scared as well. She was like, "Oh, it's, it's a big watch. I don't think I'll be able to carry it off." And she says, "No problem." She says, "Once you get used to it, it's more just getting used to the weight." She said, "And once right. you used to the weight," she said. It's not. It doesn't seem like a big watch. It's like, it's like I think she it was great. the beach this week as well. She was actually, yeah. She wears yeah, it. She genuinely does. She genuinely does wear it a lot. A lot. She wanted a nice kind of watch that she could bang about on holiday in Australia, take it in the sea and stuff. Mm. And she thought, even if I just wear it for that and sell it when I get back, and she's kept it. And she does quite literally wear it weekly, and uh, it, you know, it really does well. And I think you're right. I think a lot of folk who maybe get small wrists are. Or ladies or whatever think that's nah, it's too chunky a watch, but yeah, it's a it's a great looking piece on most people. Don't you think yeah. they could have chosen a better name? <laughs> Hang gang. I mean Well it's a river though, isn't it? It's because uh, this is this is part of their series of the different rivers. Mm -hmm. It does they sound a little like you know, to the uninitiated, hang gang, hang gang. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's so, uh, yeah. Does the quite need they should just up. change the name of the river. Yeah. yeah, okay, good idea. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> I thought that's what Oris is raising money for, just to change the name of the river, right? <laughs> I do like the the continual seconds, because normally on the Aquas, it's a centre-mounted second, I think we discovered when we looked up live on the podcast. That I edited so I the sound like, like you were talking about. Different... <laughs> Did we edit that no, out? No, no, no change yeah. there, then. Not at all. <laughs> Did you like the edit at the start of the podcast? Anyone that's heard it? <laughs> yeah, I, I seem to have uh, come off worse as usual <laughs> in our podcast editing, which is only going to draw near the day that I actually need to learn to edit podcasts so that yeah. I can get my own back on one or two of these. Oh, uh, yeah, these I, think you're I, think you're pretty, I think you're pretty safe, Ricky, then. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, good to go for another 200 episodes. True. Yeah, yeah. Aye, there's no, there's no, there's no uh, hurry on me introducing that. Uh, another new boy this week. Uh, just very quickly. Um, That's nice. Fleeger. I well, I just discovered that this has been out. I quite like this, which is why I thought I'd just throw it in. Mm. This is from Fortis, isn't Houdinky.com. Mm. Fortis by Compaq. Year nay. It says Fleeger, so but it doesn't look like a Fleeger. It's a, it's a hard no from me. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. I think it, I think it's. That's I don't nice. know how much it is. I think it's reasonable. Some nice orange accents on it. 
Mm-hmm. I quite like that. Not, doesn't, no, doesn't look no, like nothing, a fortress at all. Not, nothing fortress have done recently There's is nothing. anything like they're good at stuff like the cosmonauts and stuff like that. From, the cosmonauts, that's because yeah. they get bought yeah. over. Yeah, I know, but they just, they just mm. they've just not kept the aesthetic. It's, it's not. Well, there you go. That didn't. That segment didn't last long. That's a. <laughs> you like <laughs> it? It's a soldier. Uh, anyway, we noticed today that our uh, interloper is missing. So we have a for we have formally sacked Zach because he's been writing for the Australians. Uh, but <laughs> before he left in shame and infamy. Uh, taking his uh, deck chair with him from how tall is he? Well, I mean, I don't know whether it's because if he's in Australia and therefore standing upside down, does it make him taller? Can we call him Weezak? Well, Weezak. So Weezak has written an article on the G Shack Dragon Ball Z. The G Shack. G Shock. G Shag. Do any of you guys have any more of an idea? Who or what Dragon Ball Z is than either myself or Ricky? Too old for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a cartoon, the youngest it's a, it's a, it's a cartoon isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Who's the youngest? Some kind of anime. Arthur, Sam, you two are youngies. I, no. I don't, I'm, nope, I I'm not a 12 year old boy. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was once. Maybe that makes me qualify to speak. Sean, you were starting to say something. Yeah, I was in the 90s as, as a child and it was on Cartoon Network. So I, I may have a yeah. little bit of experience it, it almost got the nostalgia buy from me but i think it's a little too little too loud but it's a long-standing anime series and zach made a few puns in there so i think it was very well timed and it's a cool looking watch if you're a fan of the show yeah exactly. and i think it's a good draw if you're yeah if you're like a young maybe watch interested in watches why not go for it yeah, I mean, I used to watch it when I came home from school every day. But the problem with this watch is I'm no longer a 12 year old boy. So, yeah, that's that's the issue for me. <laughs> uh, so, as experts, then on the topic of Dragon Balls, is this the sort of thing that's going to appeal to you if you are, if you are still that 12 year old boy? Are you buying one of these? I mean, I almost bought it because of the 12 year old boy inside me. Careful, careful. You cannot say things like Rick, that when me and Ricky are on. You Rick cannot was saying because we're, we're experts on this, and I thought, what, 12 year old boys, Rick? Really? Something you want to know? I knew this was going to go badly wrong as soon Rick as we started down. <laughs> That particular <laughs> so there we go. Oh, that was another regional joke there, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wait to watch that in the replay. Right. It really does play to that brand's those tie-ups because you know, um, yeah, there's a big. I think it's a, I think it's still quite a big anime thing with Dragon Ball Z because although it's a kids' cartoon, I think it's still quite a big anime with uh, adults in kind of Japan with cartoons like a lot of these things are. So it will definitely appeal to folk. And is it Dragon Ball Z yeah, or so. Dragon Ball Z? Bad in the UK, Z in the States. <laughs> right, okay. Because I, I've decided that I'm not voting for Kamala Harris because she called it Legos. Oh. In her speech. So that's it. I'm back in Don. I'm not that I get a C or anything, but I'm back that in Don. It more to like the vacuum Hoover debate over here. Like we use Legos mm-hmm. Kind of generic they refer to all kind of building block toys the same way you refer to vacuums as hoovers where we would never say that so legos is okay over here you just need to accept that you're wrong and just deal with it it's fine <laughs> I mean, the, the, the clue to the language in it's never wrong we just dig in more <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff sorry Dave, go on. Uh, i can't remember i lost my train of thought <laughs> okay, well, we'll move on then to the Hong Kong Clock and Watch Fair. This has been cancelled. Has Unfortunately, Philogius isn't able to make it today. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has ever been to this. Any takers? Landon, have you been to oh, this or, or anyone from Haraj? Been to so I don't know to what extent this is a big deal. I mean, obviously, it's a big deal. It's another show that's been cancelled, but whether it has a knock-on effect, because I think quite a lot of vendors go to this that sell parts that go, you know, that folk buy when they buy their bits and pieces sourced from China. That a lot of the sourcing is done at this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that's Frank, right. 
But if nobody knows anything else about it, then I'll move on. Well, what I'm interested <laughs> in, is it really COVID that's delaying it, or is it the other situation, Hong Kong, that's really what mm. came yeah i'm just a little concerned about maybe it's other things and not the pandemic yeah i don't know what the situation is in hong kong it's, it's not been on the news recently uh, in terms of the latest political situation over there and uh, everything that's also going on with COVID, I haven't heard. If you see me in float light looking down the way and smiling, it's because we've got a back channel where all the jokes <laughs> were not allowed on the show are getting yeah. text between us. Right, okay, that's good. <laughs> you know we've, got, we've, got to, we've got to get them out of our system because if we do it live, we're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's good to know, guys. Good to know. Yep. <laughs> right, so uh, moving on from there, we have, if I can find it, which I tried to talk about in this week's show, but was ruled out. And I suppose this opens up a bit more of a debate. This is Tag Heuer. Did you say, well, what, what do you mean ruled out? Yeah. Well, I started, you said I could only talk about one watch and I had two. Oh, we ran out of time. I spoke about the other one. Yeah, we just ran out of time. I do quite like this, but <clears throat> the debate is... Would you buy a watch that is really heavily branded like this? I can understand the kind of G-Shock, whereby it's a few hundred quid. But Why is it got a brick wall in it? Because that are <laughs> heavily branded with James Bond or tag that appears to have a brick road on it. I mean, this is also the same as the Omega, isn't it? It's like, why would you buy a Formula One for the Indianapolis 500? Right. What's up with that? <laughs> Different <laughs> motorsport. Exactly. It's like getting getting a bit confused there, boys. So have we identified as well as the watch lock, the Houdinki travel clock, and the 50-meter water-resistant uh, Omega yachting? Sailing watch. And the lock suite. <laughs> the, the lock suite that uh, this is also a bit toned. Uh, it's quite nice. Yeah. And that is, that, that is actually a brick wall. Yeah, that is a brick. Is, it, is that what yeah. it's to symbolise? Is it not a tread, a tire tread? I believe the original. I don't know. What the, is it? <laughs> the original track there, I think, was paved in bricks, like, uh, was like decades, a brick, decades ago. Yeah, uh, was it brick for the corners? For this, the yeah, ramps? something like that. Yeah, it's long paved over, of course, but I think that's the history there. You know, I oh, I love motorsports, but any motorsport themed watch often just goes a bit over the top and gets a bit tacky for me. I just seem to push it a little too hard. There's a lot going on just in the the whole watch. I just can't get over. Like, where would you wear it? Like, casually, I guess? I don't know. To the Indianapolis 500. Oh, true. That doesn't <laughs> so, even yeah. open. Right. <laughs> <When> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. But if you did the also... Indianapolis 500, would all your mates not just go, what are you doing? You idiots. You look like a complete prat. It's like wearing the band t-shirt to the concert, right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> you could wear it in Scotland and people would think we're a yes for. <laughs> freedom anyway so well talking about so is this more acceptable as a car watch tie-up lamborghini yes. and roger debris yes love these hey. things i think i nearly broke one of these ones <laughs> uh they both have a similar uh approach to aesthetics <laughs> wow because that, that's a watch that you wear when you just want to look classy in the dark. <laughs> it's ghastly. Yeah. Like who are they? Who are they marketing <laughs> this to? Like, are they marketing it to like, a, like a twelve-year-old boy as well? And like Rick, which like, boy question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to that's, like, that, that's like one of that's like one of those things that if you bought the Lamborghini and they gave you a free watch, you'd leave it in the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Landon, so bad. You, you've been quite quiet. Yeah. I know that might be because you don't want to insult all your colleagues that work for all these other industries. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Canadian. This, because you're Canadian, yeah. We haven't had a sorry. Can you just say sorry in Can advance? Can you say sorry, please? Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So this is a $200,000 watch. Okay, it's got two turbines on it and all this other gubbins. If Horage were to make this exact same watch, would you charge? We don't copy. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, good, good answer. answer. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Almost as good as that. Why use two turbines when you can use one very efficient one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much is the car? How much technology goes into that car? Or, or let's three say... point, the car is 3.5 million. Okay, so oh, we have to... one tenth of the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd still say the car is a better value. Let's bring it down to a $200,000 car. Um, Keep up to service the car. That goes into that compared to a double turbion watch. I mean, the, the watch doesn't take you anywhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you think you could accelerate the Lamborghini sufficiently fast that both turbulence would just come off their axles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rattling around. I don't know. You're never going to see one of these. You're never going to see the car, let alone the watch. So there we go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now, Gigi, you had an article for us this week. No, Why yeah, the one about watch renting. A quick summary this is part one of a two-part first of all has anybody ever been tempted by any of either the watch rental things that are out there or the more watch uh potlucks where you pay a fee and you get sent a random watch the watch gang stuff yeah, yeah that kind of watch gang side of things anyone ever been tempted no, no one's, I, I no think. Uh, I think if you look at it from a, if you look at industries that have tried that before, if you look at the world of photography, why are people going out and renting a very expensive camera um, so they can have it and try it out? Of course, nowadays everybody has a mobile phone with a with a good camera. People do that. Even mm -hmm. in the, in the but, earlier days, people didn't do that, and only professionals are going out and renting professional camera equipment for a job or a gig or what have you. And as far as uh, when it comes to a watch, if you look at it, you likely might rent it for a special occasion. Um, or you I don't get it. What's the point? I don't know. What's the point? I mean, just wear a Seiko, wear a G-Shock. I mean, what's the point of renting an expensive watch? It just, I'll tell I you. Mean, it's, yeah, the, yeah, go. Right. There was a video Paul Thorpe put out, and he said that they had a returns policy in his shop where if you bought a watch, you couldn't return it on Monday because people were buying watches, using them to go and get married or whatever, and then return it on the Monday for a refund. <laughs> well, that's free. Then basically you can then do it for free. You don't have to go to these rental guys then. <laughs> Just go to the Pawthorpe. If he opens it. his shop again and uh, do that. No, but um, actually I was amazed. I um, didn't know uh, that there was a phenomenon like this. I had no idea that, you know, that this even existed. Then uh, Rick uh, said, you know, go and have a look, you know, do your research. And I was amazed to see how many outfits there are out there that do this. I just picked four, but I could have gone on and on and on. And everybody, each one of them has their own, like, um, conditions and terms. And Gigi. Basically, yeah. Gigi, you've been ripped off. Rick has just sent you on an errand to do some fact-finding for his latest Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Rats. Okay, well... Oh, now we Bender. found out exactly why that was. was for you though. pesky kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what's coming, the mask, yeah. what's coming next, Gigi? You've got a part two to this. What part two is the well, the part one was the rental watch, you know, rent and probably mostly, mostly uh, um, choose the watch, mostly because it depends how much you pay per month. Some of the plans will give you one, not won't even give you a choice. They will give you a pick out of pick mm. out of a certain number of watches the second part would be like you said like watch gang it's the kind of uh book of the month club kind of thing so like you uh <laughs> pay pay x amount of uh you know euros or pounds per month and you will get like a random watch and i was having a look and it's like oh god i mean who would ever want to wear one of those watches and what they tell you is we're gonna you're gonna pay like 20 a month and you're gonna get a watch that's worth five times that and i was thinking like this is invicta pricing they're gonna give you an invicta for like 20 bucks and then with a tag on it that says a thousand dollars i mean you know crazy so i mean if anybody's like <laughs> stupid enough or thick enough to do that but um, i mean are we just all inveterate snobs is that the problem no we're not i mean i think the people that you know <laughs> Spend their money wisely, except for float light. And um... <laughs> oh, shots, shots fired. <laughs> okay, I can't I just... swear because this is live. No, it's a nightmare. I'll bleep you if you want. Hi, hang, on, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I would say we are. Okay, snobs, I but that doesn't I make that a good value. Feeling, feeling better. 
But um, <laughs> apart from that, just save up for your watch. I mean, what's the point of giving these guys even 50 pounds a month? Save up and get what you can afford. I mean, don't you know, the watch doesn't make the man. The man makes the watch. I mean, everybody uh, who's a watch nerd really knows that. So what's the point of going showing up with a Batman, which is not yours, you rented it, or if showing up with a Daytona, which isn't yours, you're renting it. It's just, it's not a tool. I agree with Landon when he says, if you want to rent a camera, but a camera is a tool. You know, you rent mm -hmm. it because you can't afford right. the camera. So you rent it for a week, you do your job, you make money with it, hopefully, and then you give it back. But a watch is just useless. Yeah. What's the point of renting it? I mean... It's probably I mean, the same. It, to, to me, that's though the same as you know these kind of supercar clubs. You know that you buy exactly. Into, you, you pay. Exactly you pay. You pay thing. whatever it is, hundreds or hundreds of pounds, or thousands, of, yeah. thousands mm -hmm. a month. Yeah. And drive a you can, you can, And you can drive a fancy car ten days a year or whatever. You know. And to be honest, it's the same. It'll be exactly the same mentality of people of yeah. I want to have an image that I push out. That's exactly look, look how successful I am, but I'm not really. It's but, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 for, yeah, I, I don't get it. But the problem is, there's a business model because there's plenty of people do it. Mm -hmm. So it's good, I, it's good business see. for the it's good yeah. business for the business, but not for the people. I can but see that, like why people gravitate towards it, just because like you guys rent tuxes for weddings and you'll never wear it again. And I think that's kind of part of the whole thing. Like, well, getting married hopefully once, and I want a nice watch. Over now, if you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing is, in Scotland, it's slightly different because you buy a kilt, oh, yeah. and then you keep that for your life. Yeah. Uh, so we don't. I've, I've never rented a tux in this country. If you can, if you can still fit in your kilt when you get married, I'll be amazed. E. Well, A, I am married, and B, I did. So I'm, I'm now, I'm now a, a scalp in comparison to what I used to be before lockdown. I have forest beforehand. The that you <laughs> what was that? Nothing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Thank you, you thank you. So, so, so relative. One quick question. Did oh. you see anything about, like, fakes? Like, are these people, when you send the watch back, are they, like, doing a authenticity check every time someone's saying the watch mm. back? Because I'd be I worried about I hope they do. I mean, I hope they do for their own sake. <laughs> like, someone could just buy a super clone and send the super clone back to them and they're not watch people. Yeah. They don't know, and like you get a free Batman that way from people. Ah. Or I think there's like there's a the security deposit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of them, uh, some of them will ask for a deposit. Some will ask for extra insurance because you could always lose the watch. Oh, I just lost the Batman. So you know, insurance pays for it. But then again, that would be fraud if you get caught. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. But uh, I don't know. I mean, if they do, if somebody does like do a do a, a Chris Essery and send back a fake watch, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, I hope they do check at least check the serial numbers on them at least. Not you know. But um, who knows? We who can do try we know that. that's we'll got try. a super clone Rolex? Dave, who do we know that's got a super clone Rolex that makes videos? Oh, oh yeah, mm. we know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. i to suggest that one. All right, good stuff. Right, well, that's us drawing to a close. Have we got any other competent business? Anything anyone else wants to mention, talk about? It doesn't need to be watches. can just be something exciting that's happening the next week. Watches are otherwise. We'll start with yourself, Landon. Just tell us what's happening this coming week with Virage, what's the next stage we're going to hear about uh, with regards to the Tourbillon? Yeah, uh, so actually next week, next Saturday, for anybody who is in Switzerland, um, we will Me. have a small open house um, for anybody who would like to come. Obviously, uh, we're taking precautions into, into play and you know, we're taking precautions seriously. So uh, definitely, if anybody would like to stop by, we have hopefully Ricky coming to visit. Where in Switzerland? Where? Switzerland? <laughs> G where? He had freebies at his own. Where you are? Yeah. Oh, where where no. in Switzerland? Oh, in Biel, in Vienna. Because I'm going to be close to Switzerland uh, next weekend. So who knows? I mean, I will uh, may come. I drive through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hop over. Come okay, on. okay yes, Rick. I'll, I'll write to Ricky. I mean, we may be able to get like uh, together. That wouldn't be a bad idea, mm -hmm. actually. That'd be good. Sure. So we're having that, and then uh, following that, in um, probably in the first part of uh, autumn, we'll start uh, a bit more with our Tubian One project and look at uh, begin bidding our final pre-order, and then we'll move to our K2 micro rotor project, which will be coming up, and be able to share more of that with the world. So that's what's going on in the Orange World. 
excellent. And Sam, as our guest, uh, second guest today, you're not you're not honestly filling in just because we needed to find somebody called Sam to come on the show. <laughs> no, no, I was so I was so happy you asked. I was, this is awesome. I love it. What are you looking forward to in this coming week? Anything you know is coming in the news, or just something completely non-watch related? Um, I'm looking forward to. I don't just I don't even know what day it is anymore. So I, I'm looking forward to the weekend, I guess. I don't know. That's tomorrow. You don't have long to wait. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the weekend. <laughs> good stuff. And anybody else before we say goodbye? Well, oh, we've got stuff coming out. We've got we uh, an interview episode Monday with somebody. It's another make. unreleased shows, watch. Show us the watch again. Oh, God. <laughs> need to make some noise. All right. yeah, it's got a nice strap on. So that's coming out Monday. We've got a video maybe tonight if I can be bothered finishing it, which is the Zenith one with me and floaters. And then there's more videos before I head off to Arage. And I did an interview with Martin from Martins of Glasgow, which will go out for next Friday maybe. And it's really good. Uh, how is Martin? He's great. Good. He brought some really nice watches over. So cool. got some good video of them. Good, good. And Arthur, you are eventually coming home. Yeah, heading back to DC tomorrow, but uh, in time to do live with Dan on Sunday, as we do noon Eastern, 5 p.m. UK. Uh, also, just uh, Red Bar Global's gone virtual, so maybe that's a lead in for Dave to say something about that. Yes, Dave, that's, take that's it away. I'll even put you on speaker view. <laughs> God. Um, well, the emails all went out over the last couple of days, so have a look at your emails, and there's a link in there for registering. It's completely free. So it's obviously uh, with in light of we had to push back the, the in-person global from September provisionally to May next year. Uh, at the same weekend that it was going to be on, we're doing a virtual one. If you've got the email, get registered by this weekend. Um, you can register after, to be fair, but get registered by this weekend because there's a few things that some of the brands are doing that involves us supplying them lists of people's details to get for them to get stuff to you. So the weekend is a cut off for that. So make sure you sign up for it as well by this I weekend. Read the terms and, and it said swag. <laughs> correct. Babies. That's the one. Rick, if you want all your, if you want, babies. if you want all your, if you want all your swag, mm-hmm. get your, uh, get Here's your my registration dad. in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw Adam's thing last night with Grant yeah. Seiko. He wow. was very, very drunk. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> not sure which it was. It was very funny. What's uh, new? But that's the what's new? That's the Red Bar crew. I don't actually see anywhere on the website that talks about 2020. Go to go to um, go to Instagram. It was an email that came through. Mm. It was an email to everybody because if we yeah. put the link out in the public, you can imagine. Right. But no, if you look, if you look on, yeah, if you're registered for any red bar globally, you should have had an email either yesterday or the day before, or maybe today, yeah. and it'll have all the details on it. Good stuff. Well, thank you for that. If no one has anything else to say, then we shall say cheerio. Right, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this. We've been on for an hour, so. If you manage to survive this long, then well done. Uh, we have podcasts coming out on Monday. Arthur and Dan's show is live on Instagram on Sunday, and then will be repeated Monday or Tuesday next week. There's plenty happening. Check out Orage. Follow all the gang. You can see all their uh, uh, monikers for Instagram on their screen names here, except Ricky. We, we might do a little bit of Instagram live from Orage when we're over next Saturday as well. Oh, well, Jack. So that'll encourage them to come. Yeah. Gigi can do some camera work if he turns up. Yeah, I'll try to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna plan that. I'll see. It's a. It's a good idea. We'll try. Good stuff, Dave. What are you doing next weekend? Oh, very much. Me. Yep. Oh, is he going as well? Is he? Sixty quid return tickets. Uh, Go on. Sounds good. When when are you going out? When are you going out? Friday. Friday back Monday morning. Great video. You do planning your holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Romantic weekend away. When this finishes, I'll come through from the bedroom to the living room and we can chat about it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Dave, love you so. Anyway, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from all of them. Say goodbye. Bye bye. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.
And that was it for this week's Scottish Watches Lux Life Edition. Tune into the live version with video every Friday at 4ish p.m. UK time on the Scottish Watches Live channel. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts and YouTube videos, which you can find everywhere when searching for Scottish Watches. That's it from me, Ralph, on Instagram at coolpep underscore watches. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.